welcome back to the Open Book Podcast. I'm your host, Ren, and this is your source for all things bookish. Last episode was very fun, but today we're going to take it down a little bit and talk about something really serious. I haven't really spoken about it a lot. I did one video about it while I was still on my like semi-hiatus on YouTube, and I have spoken about it in a couple of videos on TikTok, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit more and kind of go into the conversation between separating art from the artist and why, personally, I don't think that's currently possible to do with JK Rowling. So if anyone has been following me on the internet over the past 11 years since I've been making content, you will know that I was a massive Harry Potter fan. It was my entire life. Like I, I can't pretend like I only liked it a little bit or I didn't like it and I cannot erase how much it meant to me and and it did like you know and i still have really fond memories 95 percent of the friends that i have i have because of harry potter because we met um at cursed child um which i saw so much um in the theater like again i cannot pretend that i didn't i spent a lot of money on that show i spent a lot of money on harry potter merchandise and harry potter books these shelves eight of these shelves were once filled with harry potter stuff and i can't pretend that didn't happen and i'm also not going to pretend that that didn't happen like it would it would be silly and weird for me to pretend that i never liked it and to completely ignore and erase its part in my life my story of harry potter is that my mum read them to me when i was very little um and i by the time i was seven i was reading them myself i grew up with it harry was my favorite and you know they meant so much to me my first tattoo was supposed to be harry potter it wasn't luckily um it was actually percy jackson instead um but you know, it, it meant a huge deal to me. My bedroom was essentially the Slytherin common room. Like, I was... Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, if you're new and you've never encountered me online before, this is how much level of love of Harry Potter we're talking about. Like, it was my favourite thing. Um, however, so, it was very heartbreaking and it was, it was difficult when J.K. Rowling started trickling in a couple of of hateful and harmful comments um and at first i really wanted to have the benefit of the doubt and give her the benefit of the doubt and think maybe she's just not educated maybe she just doesn't understand but then it continued after people educated her after people sent her links to proper articles and scientific research and conversations and after trans people tried to talk to her and she still didn't listen and i realize it is, it's not that she's uneducated it's that she is so set in what she believes and it is truly what she thinks is right that i don't think there is any educating her she's not gonna listen but she's not gonna listen to anyone and that was when i kind of pulled the plug on my love for harry potter um i sold loads of my books <laughs> i got rid of loads of you know funkos and removed a lot of a lot of my harry potter stuff um i kept my original copies because they were the copies i had when i was a kid um and they're really old and stuff anyway um and there were a couple of things that i kept that like i said from when i was a child um but they are in boxes under my bed they are not on display i don't really 
want them on display like it is it's completely different and it's yeah uh it's it's really hard so yeah uh so i want to talk a little bit about separating art from the artist and why i felt like i have to kind of really distance myself from harry potter and why loads of other people have also felt the same way i privated all of my harry potter videos like you cannot yeah, like I accept that they're, they're there, but they're, they they just been made private. So separating art from the artist as a concept is something which is done quite a lot. You know, where we look at what some someone's created, and if we don't particularly agree with something that the person that made it said, we're able to kind of separate art from the artist. This happens a lot when it comes to people that have created stuff in the past, um, and a lot of the time they they're dead. Um, so like, you know, we can talk about people in history that were questionable. I mean, I, I, the example I will give is the beat generation, very questionable people, their impact on literature, particularly Allen Ginsberg with Howell, uh, was phenomenal and had a really, really, really amazing impact on the way you could write about queer experiences and queer people and i'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on that because i think that's not only a big part of like literary history but also a big part of queer history two things i'm very interested in um so you know they they had a really big impact on literature um they were also a bunch of questionable men um and i yeah, the older i get and the more <laughs> the more educated i was on them i was like mm, okay um but if i went and bought one of their books I wouldn't be directly contributing to them. Like they don't benefit anymore from me purchasing their books. And I feel like you can kind of, that is how I think the older stuff is slightly, slightly justifiable because they no longer benefit. And I'm not saying we completely erase what they did. We don't do that. I think it's, equally important that we talk about who they were and what they did because so much is left out of history about specific people so I think it's really important that when we look at what someone created we also talk about them but I feel like we can now so much time has now passed doesn't benefit them like Jack Kerouac is not profiting from me having multiple copies of On the Road my multiple copies of Harry Potter if I continue to buy them because for some reason they're still releasing like the weird like i saw recently there was a promotion of like hogwarts at christmas with illustrations and stuff do we need it like why are we still doing it like i i'm so confused that like bloomsbury are still publishing her um in really odd ways like we don't need a hogwarts at christmas book we don't need that we like no one needs that put your energy into publishing authors that aren't billionaires let's do that but if i went into a shop and i bought the newest harry potter edition or whatever she's gonna profit from that and as we have seen recently which is kind of what has spurred me on to make this video she's gonna use that profit and she's gonna use the money that she has to donate to anti-trans groups so jk rowling donated seventy thousand pounds to an anti-trans group um, who have had this long-standing battle to define what a woman is. I'm gonna read this article so that I get it all right. So if you're watching the video, that's why I'm looking at my computer. So she pledged the money to a, a campaign um, on behalf of four women Scotland 
Um, so in the who are raising a challenge against the definition of women in the 2018 Gender Representation on the Public Boards Act. So the legislation is good um, and it aims to ensure that all public boards have a 50% women gender balance in non-executive member positions and it includes a definition of the word woman that is inclusive of trans women who have a gender recognition certificate meaning these people have transitioned this is not a man walking off the street putting a wig on and going i'm a woman now i want to be part of this these are people that are transitioning right these people have transitioned so there were things in place to know that people were transitioning right and that we can like, like we can help trans women right so the four women in scotland who jk rowling pledged 70 grand towards um argued that by including trans women in this definition which is ridiculous because trans women are women so we're just we're including women uh, would impact women's rights and express concerns about wider implications for single sex spaces we're, but, you, but you're including women trans women are women um they lost the appeal last november um but they have been um they announced they've been granted uh permission to appeal the decision in the uk supreme court the group quickly set up a crowd justice fundraiser to cover legal costs um and jk rowling donated um seventy thousand pounds to that uh saying you know how proud i am to know you Thank you for all your hard work and perseverance. This is truly a historic case. Um, Pink News said um, that they reached out to representatives, her representative J.K. Rowling, who said they don't comment on her personal donations, um, and the author will not be making personal uh, an official comment on it. Uh, Four Women in Scotland did say though um, on X Twitter um, that the group was uncharacteristically struck dumb after donations to the campaign, and they identified that it was J.K. Rowling that made that decision. And it's actually terrifying um, because they have raised more than one hundred and thirty thousand um, pounds from over 2,000 people, which is genuinely terrifying. She donated 70 grand to someone who wants to basically, uh, just, just very anti-trans. Um, and it's not the first thing she's done. She is very calculated in the way that she talks about this online. Um, so she will share like, she'll share articles where it will talk about a trans woman in prison or a trans woman who's committed a crime um and she will make it about the fact that they're not actually a woman um but she will also post that and then she'll post something else and then she'll post it again and it's this kind of like subliminal consistency consistent subliminal thing of like trans is bad trans is bad trans is bad like if you scroll her twitter that is kind of the the consistent that you get but she's looking at like the 0.01 percent of trans people that have committed crimes she shared something recently about a trans woman who committed a crime and hashtagged it not our crimes as if it's like well no no, because you didn't, you didn't commit the crime, so obviously it's not your crime. And it's not about gender. The person was just a shitty person. Like, them being trans did not cause them to commit a crime. They commit a crime because they're a shit person. Like, like you're... What? 
Um, so it's just so bizarre. So like every kind of opportunity she gets, she just really hones in on this trans is bad rhetoric. And it's consistent. It's consistent throughout. It's consistent what she's been talking about. She's been doing this for like four or five years at this point. She's she's not like it's it's quite scary. Um she doesn't want to focus on the, you know, like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of trans people that don't commit crimes and she doesn't want to talk about the fact that crimes are committed more against trans people than trans people commit crime and she doesn't want to talk about how like it's actually more unsafe for a trans woman to use the men's bathroom than it is for a trans woman to use the women's bathroom um and no you know no one wants to ever talk she doesn't ever want to talk about that she doesn't want to talk about those statistics she doesn't want to highlight those statistics and she really doesn't want to highlight and have the conversation of the danger and discrimination that trans people face daily because she is contributing to that discrimination and she's so very actively doing so and she's so she's so proud that she's doing so that it's genuinely a little bit terrifying and she still profits off of everything that she does because she is still very well alive um so that's kind of why i feel like when it comes to jk rowling separating out from the artist isn't really possible not at the moment because by giving her that money and i know that she is um, i don't know if she's if she has billionaire status um but she's a multi-millionaire i think multi-millionaire billionaire she's got a lot of money and it's you know it's very likely she's never going to run out of that money but we're just going to keep giving her money if we consistently buy things that she profits off of and i think that's the same with the galbraith books as well like i think because it's a different name people kind of are like you know but she very much profits off of that um and it's, i actually think it's absolutely hilarious that she acts like uh trans people just make this random decision to be like i'm gonna be a different gender today and this like a choice when it's not a choice and yet she literally chooses to uh be a man with the robert galbraith books she's like i'm gonna pretend to be a man with these ones but yet she literally criticizes people in which it's not a choice and it's just who they are which like well, what are you even doing you directly profit off of pretending you're a man like it's baffling to me she is a nasty piece of work um and she's she said she still profits off of everything so buying her books is giving her more money and she has publicly said that she believes that by her sales still being a thing and by people still supporting her and still following her and still engaging with harry potter content that she believes that that means that they agree with her and she is taking that as a sign that people agree with who she what she is you know how she is and stuff um and what she believes and that is also why i kind of had to have that step back because i don't want anything that i do to contribute towards her thinking at all that what she's doing is okay and it's it's quite hateful because she has a very 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 big platform and she is sharing things in a way which makes people genuinely believe you know she is kind of spreading this this story of trans is bad and and you know people are on her side and she's got quite a big following of people that believe her and, and it is why you know things like this contribute to why there's a rise in hate crimes towards trans people and why there's a rise in people wanting to strip 
rights away because if she's there with her platform donating £70,000, people that aren't as educated are going to listen. And she knows that because she's curated this, this story, which isn't true, but that people are believing. And that's really, really scary. Um, I do think I do think I remember her sales being down at the end of 2022. I don't know what her sales were last year. Um, she did have a new Stripe book out last year, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was pretty high. Scary. Um, you know, and she she pretends. You know, she says she she she's she's all for the LGBT community. She believes that um, you know she you know, she says she didn't want to hurt anyone, but she is, and she's not listening. I think if you didn't want to hurt anyone, you would be listening to what people were saying. If you really supported all LGBTQIA plus people, you would be listening to what we were saying, and you're not, and so you don't. And I do think that she needs to. You know, I do think we kind of need to it does need to be taken more seriously I think because the hate that she's spreading is genuinely quite terrifying I know that Harry Potter meant a lot to a lot of people it meant a lot to me it meant so much to me um but trans people and the discrimination they face that is more important than my love for Harry Potter um and there are so many other books there are so many other things that have such an amazing impact that are so important um, that we should be uplifting. Harry Potter doesn't need any more promotion. People don't need to be talking about Harry Potter. It's one of the biggest things in the world. And I'm not saying that we pretend that it didn't have a profoundly amazing impact on literature, because it did. It, it you know, historically, it broke records after records, and it was phenomenal, and it had this impact, which I don't think it really has been seen in another book series. Um, but, like, her being a terrible person and that, coexist at the same time like we don't have to be like oh but she did all these amazing things she did she did do all these amazing things but she's also being an awful person now and promoting loads of hate and i think that it's important that we look at that as a whole when it comes to her because she is still directly profiting off of our support for harry potter so i think we talk about people as a whole and we know that they did they had this impact but also were this type of person but i think circumstantially depending on who it is we have to make the decision of can we separate art from the artist and i don't think with jk rowling we can currently do that i would love to know your thoughts on this um i did a, made, made a little tiktok about it and actually i was really appreciative of the people that didn't fully know actually rather than just being like actually message them it's like i i want to be educated on this can you help um which i think is really good and i think that's kind of the conversation we should have i think that it's important to to educate and to actually have this discussion so that we know where kind of where everyone stands so yeah i'd love to know your thoughts thank you for listening or watching this episode of the um open book podcast if you want to come hang out with me on other social medias all the links will be in the description on the youtube channel it's um at ren francis underscore everywhere so come and check me out um i hope you guys are doing really 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 well and i will see you next time goodbye <laughs>